Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Hi everyone, Sandman here. Today I'd like to talk about angry manginas. These are men that hear the MGTOW or MRA message that men are oppressed, but they don't want to believe it, that men can be manipulated and controlled by women. No matter how many rational arguments we bring up as men going our own way, they simply don't want to hear it. They refuse to believe that men can be covertly manipulated and controlled by women. It's easy for them to see how some men were overtly controlling women in the past how women didn't have the right to vote and didn't have the right to their own children if they wanted to divorce their husbands. The overt oppression of women in the past is easy to spot, even if you're a simpleton. But if you dig down below the surface of the female psyche, then you will see how female control over men has never been overt, but instead mostly below the surface, so to speak. Many women know consciously or subconsciously that men love them, and this love is then used by women like a knife to stab into a man's heart to get what she wants. It's scientifically proven that men fall in love far quicker than women, and these emotions can easily be taken advantage of by a woman. Just walk down any street and women have the power of rejection at their fingertips. Often simply looking into a woman's direction and having her look away is a signal that she's not interested in you, and this rejection is often instantaneous. But I don't want to talk about the law of attraction or rejection here. I'm here to talk about manginas and male feminists. Why do they do it? Why do they sell out other men and then discredit us? You see, up until the early to middle part of last year, I was one of these guys, defending women, and I guess I took the lifelong motto of happy wife, happy life. Although I wasn't married, but after 10 years it sure felt that way. And I believed that women could do no wrong, and that there was always something wrong with me. And that if only I tried harder to become a better man and defend women when men criticized them, I could basically feel good about myself once again. But that wasn't the case. After many years, I felt like I was being used and emotionally pushed away by women. I thought the way to get closer to women was to do things for them. Once I realized I was a mangina, I got very angry. And I thought to myself, how could a woman with a nice smile, acting all polite, actually be a bad person? They often say that if a person makes you laugh, you simply can't hate them. There's a part of our brain that will like them if they make us laugh. That's why people use humor to break the ice. But many women often smile way too much, like it's welcoming, and that often disarms your sense of danger. You see, a woman smiling often boosts her own self-esteem, and if a person's smile is fake, but practiced enough to look real, there are truckloads of suckers willing to do things for that woman with a great smile. And many women practice the art of listening to men speak and pretending that they actually care about what he's talking about. Don't believe me? Well, how many times has a woman pointed out to you that you weren't listening to her? Your body language, posture, and tone of voice all changed when you weren't listening to her. Most men are terrible at hiding their lack of interest when a woman is talking. Now ask yourself, how many times have you consciously caught a woman pretending to be interested in listening to what you have to say, but eventually realized that she wasn't listening to you at all? For me, I could never tell if a woman was interested in what I had to say or not, but most of them were really good actresses and pretended like they did. But anyways, let me get back to the angry manginas. 
My theory about angry manginas is that they're guys that have never wanted to see the ideal of happily ever after destroyed in their own minds. And why would they? It's easier to stay plugged into the matrix and accept the idea that women are flawless, perfect beings that can do no wrong. And God forbid they do something bad, it must be your fault as a man. And there are a number of manginas out there that compare MGTOW and the men's rights movement with the Nazis of all things. Somehow they think that we want to run around and round up half of the world's population, i.e. women, and put them in some kind of concentration camps. They think that we're pure evil for wanting to fight back against our own quiet oppression. If we truly take that analogy to a more reasonable place, then one could easily see things this way. The men's rights movement are the allies at the beginning of the Second World War, and they're fighting the feminists who are the real Nazis. But MGTOWs are like the Swiss. We are content to sit behind our own private little walls in our own neutral country and collect the gold and money of both sides, using that money to finance their cause. We save and spend our money for ourselves, and we don't want to get involved politically. And in the end, it doesn't matter who wins the war, because we will continue doing our thing either way. Many, but not all, of the women fighting against feminism are like the Italians that switched sides halfway through the Second World War. They are turncoats to feminism because they see the writing on the wall. I have a friend of mine that I introduced to MGTOW, and he got very upset with me after I did. First, he found it kind of fascinating and amusing. He listened to what I had to say. He agreed with some of it and thought that some of my observations were interesting and groundbreaking. He thought I was a MGTOW just to learn about women so that I could get better dates. But then I told him, no, I actually believe this stuff. It's not just some useless information to consume over the weekends. It's actually helpful and shows me female nature for what it is. Then he got upset and said, how can you look at women with such disdain? You probably just had a really bad experience, and there are great women out there if you look for them. I told him that I believe that the great women out there are actually great actresses, and that they should be silently winning Academy Awards for their acting. Their sincerity is believable, and I find that many manginas and TFLers don't have enough experience with women to fully understand them. It's easy to understand a woman like Sailor Spoon, that girl that I was involved with. She's overt about trying to control you. It's the women that use covert techniques that are the most dangerous. They are the quiet ones, and the manginas base their arguments that MGTOWs and MRAs are wrong because of such quiet, passive women. My angry mangina friend lost respect for me the more I categorized female behavior and pointed it out to him. Then I got the same response I get from most manginas I've tried to explain MGTOW to. They say, you're like Adolf Hitler, calling for the end of women. And I don't know why it always seems to get to this point. Women have so effectively painted themselves as the victim class that almost everyone believes that women are victims and innocent and incapable of doing anything bad. But if they do something bad, it's more easily forgiven by the courts as well as our government. Women probably get shorter prison sentences because of social engineering. We are programmed to see women only as helpless victims and not the oppressors. And manginas are men that can't see past this point. A couple of days ago I was talking to a contractor and he thought I was married. And he told me about how he keeps his wife happy and his cliched motto is, happy wife, happy life. I almost cringed at what he said, and then he continued by saying, you know what it's like being married, right? And I told him, actually I don't. You see, this guy's a young man in his mid-twenties, and I told him, why does your happiness depend on the happiness of your wife? Does making her happy mean that she's not going to upset and ruin your day? Does living in fear of your wife, being angry at you and taking out those negative emotions on you, dictate your happiness level? You aren't living your life. Married manginas like him don't live life in many cases. 
They're like occupied France during the Second World War. They're constantly afraid that the gynocentric Gestapo is going to ruin their day and make them feel guilt for not doing what they're being told to do. Part of becoming a true man is letting go of the old Mangina self and letting it die. A Mangina is a man that can't let that romantic ideal of love die inside of himself. He has to cling to it like a comfort blanket. Once you understand it, then you effectively reach the next level of enlightenment. Manginas and male feminists are like caterpillars that refuse to turn into butterflies. They simply get fatter and fatter, sitting on tree branches until the branch crashes to the ground. Many are so desperate for female attention that they literally worship women and basically couldn't bear to live a life without the dream of having a woman in theirs. And it's usually single men that are manginas and male feminists. I rarely see married men defend women in such ways. Manginas are like extremely religious zealots. When they hear about men going their own way, they often hate us because it's like we don't worship the god that they worship, and we're basically the atheists. It's the same hatred I get when I tell people that I'm not religious. Manginas believe in women, just like Christians believe in a bearded guy in the clouds wearing a white robe and sandals. The only difference is the object of their worship, the woman, is here on earth, making her a real faith religion. I used to be a Christian as well as a Mangina in the past, so I know where they're coming from. Taking away someone's faith is often a terrible shock. For many Manginas, the hope that a woman they will love will come into their lives is often a crutch, and they can't imagine life without that crutch. What allows me to see women so well is that I've spent 20 years becoming a socially complex being and being in relationships. Going to therapy and listening to women's problems in group therapy and working with hundreds of other women in my life has also set me up to know that what I know. I really worshipped women for many years, but got over that faith, and in some ways going my own way is my new faith. In the religion of the Mangina, the power goes to the woman, but in the MGTOW religion, the power goes to the free man. Manginas wouldn't know what to do with the power if they got it, and thus they get angry at MGTOWs because we've embraced our own power and our own self-esteem. And we don't get shamed by women when they try to shame us. Instead, we basically shut that stuff down immediately. And I don't believe that Manginas want to shut down the shaming language that's often directed at them by women. To be shamed by a woman for many of them is to be scolded by your god and given attention by your god. So any and all attention from the object of your worship is a magical thing. Anyways, that's all I've got to say about angry mangina syndrome. Now, if someone can please let me know what happened to Venchin Migtao, it would be greatly appreciated. And I'm sure I'm not the only one that's worried about him after all of his Migtao videos were pulled off of YouTube. Hopefully he didn't get into any trouble at work for posting his videos on YouTube. If anyone has any updates, they would be greatly appreciated. Anyways, that's all I've got to say for today. So thanks again for taking your daily dose of red pills. So enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts 
to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.